0: If I had to hunker down with just one person, it might be this next guest joining me, one of my favorite people in the process, Brad Swanson, president and CEO of Florida Internet and Television, for which we are all grateful for right now. Brad, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing great, Peter. How are you surviving this craziness?
0: Um, you know, other than the you know loss of life, um and the economic collapse i'm doing great you know
1: <laughs> yeah it's 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 tough it really is a time where when you've got blessings uh to count you better be counting them every day because you know, there's so many people that are putting themselves in in harm's way. You know, the hospital and law enforcement and everybody, and then the the poor folks that are contracting this and you know getting hospitalized. It's 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 serious and it's for real. So thank you for everything you guys are doing to keep everybody aware of what the daily counts are, Peter. We appreciate that on our side.
0: Yeah, just uh, I feel very good about um, our work right now. Not anything that I'm doing, but. Our team, you know, Renzo, even like Rick Flagg doing the podcast every morning. I listened to it today. It was good. Um, But, you know, to be honest, just because you asked, like, I'm really sad today. Like, I just, uh, you know, like John Prine died last night. And then I read about Charlotte from, um, you know, Charlotte's Web, uh, the uh, medical marijuana Uh, The girl, the young girl. who. Oh, yeah. And Mm, and it's just like and then you just like you just read the obituaries and it's just Mm. like so much like incoming. Like it's just like, oh, my, you know, and it's like it's it is very overwhelming. It's, uh, yeah. and, and so, while,
1: while we've got about eight days until, you know, at least the, the forecasted peak, we're still going to have the the downslope of while getting better every day, God willing, you know, we're still going to have a ton of people seriously affected by this and, and, and sadly succumbing to it, you know, for the next, you know, f- few months, it looks like at least. So it's just a tough time ahead for America.
0: It is. Um, all right. Tell the audience what it is you do, um, and then I'll tell them why I like you.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> well, the most important thing that Florida Internet and Television does is we represent our members, which are the um, essentially your cable operators. So that would be uh, Atlantic Broadband, um, Comcast, Charter Communications, Cox Communications, and uh, Mediacom. Um, and, and they essentially make up about 90% of the state's providers of, of internet connections. And I, I think I'm, I'm, you know, give, give or take a little bit, but, uh, it's, um, it's a big responsibility and, and we, we carry people's, you know, hard lines, the folks that still want to have a regular telephone in their house. And, and, uh, and, and what, what folks thought was a luxury, you know, three months ago, is now you know keeping our our economy going and our schools going and and uh, it's the internet um, providers that are keeping everyone connected to what's going on in the world.
0: Is the uh, is the internet okay for right now? Like I know that that's like one of the concerns is that all right, everybody is zooming right now, everybody's sure, streaming. Sure. Um, how is well, our capacity? Well,
1: well, I will tell you this. The, the well, two things. One, Peter, your standard is exceptionally high compared to your normal user. So let's not go by your baseline. Let's go by what America says. The normal user and Is the that good me news personally?
0: is, or yes, is that
1: that's you no, that's you personally. And we know Michelle and, and Ella are busy actually, you know, keeping themselves, you know, physically active, but you are married to your your computer screens, uh, publishing, and writing, and surfing, and trolling—you know, I mean—that's we, we we know you're the you're the big user in your household. But no, the the good news for everybody is that um, the the network was built above capacity and continues to perform extremely well for the providers that subscribe to. Um, You know, our members, um, our national association put out a a chart, which you can find on uh, ncta.org's website, and it shows that our network's performing deeply in the green to the tune of about 99%. And, um, you know, while everybody always wants a faster connection, um, the network is performing well. So while peak times, if you will, change from that five o'clock to eight o'clock time to Um, to, to more demand during the day Um, in substance, it really hasn't affected our users. And, and, and if you want, I can talk to you a little bit about what our members are doing directly as a response to COVID-19, but um, overall the network's um, in, in a good, a good posture to handle the uh, residential demand.
0: Is charter one of your uh, members?
1: They are charter communications in your area known as Spectrum, which is a great
0: provider all along the i four corridor both north and south of it
1: but Kudos uh, yep. to
0: them for what they did this week, and I've written about it, but them raising their minimum wage to not fifteen dollars an hour but to twenty dollars an hour yeah. um, is a is a is a that, that's just a that's a big big b f d and so um and I know yeah. a lot of their folks make north of that already. The great technicians and everything like that—they uh, come out and do all the miracle work that they do. But um, you know, that's that's a real that's a real success story right now. And so, <laughs> you
1: know, I think uh, it's a testament to Peter is is you know the conscientiousness, and, and I'm going to brag a little bit on my members here is the conscientiousness of our industry as a whole. I mean, beyond uh, you know charter raising their minimum wage, especially now is is just huge but the industry constantly invests real and i'm talking executive level c-suite time all the way down to the frontline operator um uh, time and money and investment in diversity of all kinds inclusion of all kinds conscientiousness um you know um comcast has comcast cares day uh, cox communication does smart home and telemedicine so across our industry um it is a it is a not just a um uh an anecdotal theme but it is a driving theme of our industry and charters uh just one of the the latest great examples of of how to be good to your people in a tough time like this
0: um all right so i want to tell the audience because these have been casual pods um yeah. you know the reason uh, why i love stop having videos, well, no 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 it's important <laughs> no honestly like i've uh, like the reason why I'm doing this pod is to kind of keep everybody still, you know, together uh, so that they hear from people that they, you know, they see Brad Swanson in the Capitol, but they haven't seen him in a month. Um, sure. Or, sure. you know, a candidate that's out on the trail, you know, what are they up to? And so, you know, in a lot of ways, the podcast is just, you know, it's just for the club members of this, like, bizarre, you know, Florida politics club sure, that we've all got. Sure, sure. And it's also for me, it's like nice to check in with people such as yourself who, you know, I, I, you know, remember fondly now and I'm, you know, it's like, I think about every time you and i have hung out, you know, it's been at a great hotel bar and it's been, you know, late at night and we're able to order another drink and have great food. And I say that not to be bougie, but just. It's like, it's like from a different era right now. And I I officially on this podcast,
1: officially on this podcast, Peter, I'm going to deny everything you just said, but I will see you at the next (laughs) hotel bar for sure.
0: (laughs) Um, Listen, I'm not outing anybody that looks at your expense reports. They're like, okay, what are you, "Who good. are you meeting with? Who are you meeting good, with?" The, good, good. Who it's ordered ne- all these dirty martinis? It's it's
1: members of the media to engender great coverage, and and we continue to to receive that. So uh, it's good stuff. But it's all in the all in the name of the cause and the mission, Peter. Uh, that's me. So anyway, how, all right. How, how, so how is your family doing? the family's doing great. Um, kids are healthy. Their mom's healthy. Um, the dog's healthy. Um, you know, everybody's doing, doing great. My, my, my mom and my sisters and my family, like, you know, thankfully we don't have an immediate family, um, issue with the coronavirus right now, knock wood, keep our fingers crossed. Um, so, so, you know, we're all grateful to be able to you know, when we when we are social distancing, we can all still exercise and keep ourselves sane and, you know, get a lot of office work done in the home office. But uh, we're also getting a lot of yard work done at the same time. So it's uh, it's it, everybody's good. So I appreciate you asking. And I know you guys are good. You and I talked about that. And, and I'm I'm grateful that that you guys are faring well as well.
0: We uh, we're locked down. I mean that was, you know, we locked down early. I Yeah, of-
1: you were one of my first friends to to throw the red the red card in and say, I'm out. I am not I'm not doing this and I'm locking it down. So you you were definitely one of the first to go there.
0: Unfortunately, I did not um have any stock in three M. Um, I should have <laughs> well and you know, the thing that I thought about and I it's so crass to say it, but you know, part of this is You've got to have a little bit of uh, you got to say crazy stuff every now and then. And I know like we're not spokespeople and I'm, it's like every now and then like human nature is going to show up. And I, I like I said to somebody, I'm like, hey, listen, on the other side of this, there is a Bobby Axelrod there are people out here who like, and I just oh, read somebody completely. that completely sh- shorted the market for $2 billion.
1: H- hedge fund managers love this kind of news, especially global pandemic. I mean, they you're right. I mean, hedge fund managers are rejoicing. Anybody that loves playing market short, uh, you know, anyone that bought puts in January or December, if they were even that smart, you know, are just are geniuses. And then, and then, you know, I mean, I haven't seen a a stock market bounce that was so patently obvious that it was going to drop and come back. I mean, I think a lot of average retail traders made boatloads because they could just see that it was panic, profit taking, sell off. It dropped down to, you know, I think 17.8. Everybody hopped back in, back up to 21. So, you know, I think a lot of smart, smart folks were, were killing that market. And thank God they were connected to the Internet so they could follow that. There's right. my shameless plug. <laughs> um,
0: well, and like I know that there's going to be some pushback, you know, well, why are these guys making money on Wall Street? And I, I, I want to tell people and this doesn't matter right now when you've got people lined up in Hialeah trying to get printed out applications for unemployment right. benefits. But the stock market literally exists. So that capital can come together in an organized way and be distributed to companies and things that need it. Like and that is like and right now, like, you know, that 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 capital is not. uh, Yeah, go ahead. I was just to say, how does so there is there are a thousand biotech companies out here. How do they get the money to pay for 10 researchers instead of two? They get a capital infusion. Capital infusion. How does you know one yeah. of the big companies? And that's how. That's what this is. Is we need we need a shitload more capital uh, to yeah. go into buy Well, think, and think
1: all about it. Stuff. As all the money's retreated into the markets because it's it, it has no better place to go. It's obviously not being circulated. Enough in local economies, gas stations, you know, everything else that would normally be, you know, humming along if the economy was cranking and and people weren't shut down. But where's that where is all that capital going to go as soon as we flip the lights back on? It's going to go flooding back out across America and it's going to come through those vehicles. I mean, you know, folks aren't going to hoard cash the the hit on the public marketplace this is Brad's prediction this is you know thankfully I'm I'm not on Squawk Box so I don't need disclaimers but the the the, the and you the can infusion... watch Squawk
0: Box on CNBC which <laughs> that, you that, get that, when you that, have
1: that's correct <laughs> when you get any of my members so if you're cutting
0: cords um, and you got only Netflix and stuff right. like that you're not you gonna just get subscribe you're you not gonna subscribe. get channels like CNBC
1: you, you can you can still subscribe NBC still has their subscription oh uh, yeah, yes, uh, yeah. str- Streaming service, so uh, my members, my members want to make sure their content is also getting to you. So if you, if you have trouble finding it, give me a call. Um, but but no, I mean that you know that capital is going to come flooding back in. Now it's not going. To, it's going to be like a hurricane, right? Who kills it in hurricanes? Home Depot. You know stores like that you know and and just just like now the big box box retailers that are critical and they're selling food also have the rest of their stores open you know that all the rest of that capital is going to flood you know back in now will it take time for small businesses to recover absolutely we know that they're slower in coming back but we also know the resiliency of of what is the freest market on the planet and you know the American economy, when the lights get turned back on, is going to come rushing back. And and I'm 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 cooped up, so I'm very excited to see um, Florida politics writing about those success stories. And, and we we know you'll bring that to everybody. And I I can't wait. So I'm excited. Uh,
0: I I I think it's two things. I think the politics don't change. And the economics do is my yeah. uh, smart advice to people. Of course. Right now. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I've got that saved for members only. If you'd like to access that <laughs> for a special, <laughs> if you want my if you want my real insights, you'll get my five star locks of the week and you'll get my um, and my real insights on which markets to uh no i'm just kidding you know if only
1: if only paul bradshaw subscribed to yours he might start making some real money one day so uh, you know
0: who Who are you talking about i don't know i don't know So the chicken farmer who probably did short everything like (laughs) i'm not saying that once paul told me I, i i'm like hey hey buddy it's it's peter um i keep putting money into like savings for ella he's like yeah cash is king stop doing that right now and i'm like okay and like literally i just went like and that was fortunately that was like late january um and he's just like hang on to all your cash you know do this do that i'm like oh oh okay so this is we're we're doing this this is for real and quite honestly it saved me um it saved me a hundred dollars. All right. <laughs> so let me ask you the sure. uh, questions I ask uh, the rest of my lineup, which has been star-studded at this point. It's something that is in need of a sponsor uh, um, for somebody. Um, I'm
1: honored to be in your galaxy, Peter. Honored okay. to be in your galaxy. So,
0: <laughs> when did coronavirus get real for you? What was something that? When did you say, "Wait a second, this is going to be a." Nine Eleven level event.
1: you know um it, it's so tough because the way it you know kind of grew in everyone's you know consciousness we went you know i mean is it is it is it january is it february i feel like it was january and in my we had we had a i'm not gonna call call her out, but we've got a staff person that had been following the pandemic in uh, China since December. And um, she, she literally ordered um, hazmat suits and started preparing for this, you know, then, and of course, you know, the rest of the office was kind of like, what are you even talking about? And then as we started tuning in and she started putting out the alerts and and, and you started seeing, you know, other countries succumbing to it, you know, th- thankfully, you know, you know, my world is 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 politics and the capital and, and reducing, you know, taxes on our customers bills. And that's the kind of thing that possesses me when when we're in in the process and in the system. And thankfully, I had a great staff that that pays attention to to things like that and they they literally they i came back to the office from doing a shoot down at the capitol and they sat me down and they said okay boss hey we need to sit down they're like um here's a corona some coronavirus protocol that we've built we sourced online from both cdc and for best practices what do you think and and it was that was when it really hit me that you know we're going to need to shut things down. We're going to need to have protocols in place. And, you know, what happens when you, when you have a small team like ours with five people in our office and, you know, suddenly you're talking about financial controls and having good fiduciary, you know, controls on my members' uh, resources. And, and and my team had an amazing plan, um, one that was both, both responsible for our members but health conscious to each one and considerate of each staff person's family issues that they were going to have. And, uh, and I was just grateful to have such a great team on the ground that kind of, kind of called me back down to earth to say, Hey, we understand, you know, the mission is what we're here for, but there, without the people, there is no mission. You know, you can't fight for the mission without the people on the ground. And, and, you know, we protected our people first. And and I want to say that was, um, early January, I want to say it was second or third week in January. And it was, uh, you know, of course, you know, even during hurricanes, you know, being in Florida, you know, Floridians are, are, are a bit calloused to emergency preparation. So when I started seeing runs on toilet paper and things like that, I was I was more annoyed than anything and not sympathetic yeah. to those that, you know, panic early. And I, I think I even jabbed you a bit when you said you weren't coming to Tallahassee. I was like, come on, man, it's not that big of a deal. And you were like, Brad, the sky is about to fall. And so while. I'm rationally dealing it with one side of my heart, if you will, for my office with my friends, we were all, you know, kind of like, you know, how bad is it really going to be? And then that's, you know, it was probably two days after that, when, you know, Pence was appointed, um, they started shutting the roads down. To, can,
0: I, can I, I'm not going to sure. quote your ridiculous statement other than you doing some, <laughs> like you being <laughs> ridiculous. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. That despite all of these things that you've just said, late in the day, you're like, you know, it clearly we're in denial. And my response to you quickly, uh, you were like, "But is there any hope and good news?" And I'm like, "No, there is not." And you yeah, oh, telling oh, listen, us otherwise. I've taken it's a, a, a screenshot liar. of your of your text because. I
1: literally was baiting you to go, okay, uh, surely he sees some hopeful information. And your answer was so succinct on, I think, the national polls, Peter, on, no, there is no hope. It's getting worse. <laughs> if anyone tells you there's good news, they're liars. And I was like, I, I literally, me and You're my like, family,
0: <laughs> no, no, my,
1: we ruminated on your quote. And I shared it with a lot of people. And, and you know, because I'll, if, if anything, Peter – you are not an overreactor you are a reactor and you're measured in your reaction because you have to be frankly for your business. You can, you can be bombastic, but that's different. And, and I think, um, I think that answer was, you know, as we started seeing body bags and semis pulling up in Italy and, and New York just, just, you know, collapsing in on itself with in so many respects, at least within their healthcare response, um, you know, it was spot on. And, and you know, I think, you know, while I'm always the optimist, the ship could be going down and I could be like, hey, there's more liquor in the bar. You know, right. that's good news. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I think I think, you know, I think my mission in, in in the Internet world at first, like so many people, I started poking back. And then I think I did that for about a week. And then I just realized it was fruitless because there were so many people out there that we're not going to be convinced one way or the other, whether they were on my side or on the other side, the folks that were in full panic mode thinking government conspiracies and, and this is the zombie apocalypse, you know, anything counterintuitive to what they personally believed was just going to set them off and not make things better. And frankly, you know, anything that was in my favor, just ginned up, you know, folks that were, Oh, this isn't that bad. And, and we were all wrong, both on both sides, you know, so I, know I just,
0: you've, you've got to jump off in like three minutes, but I want to I address do. a couple of your points. Uh, okay. number one, number one, like I, I hate, I, I say it this way. I really did not care about being right. And that's why I quickly wrote a post trying to get people to think about, I put it at the top of sunburn. I spent money boosting on Facebook. I'm like, the last thing we need right now is people saying, I told you so, or whatever, whatever. Right. Like, right. Like you told me so about your are you reveling in the fact that you were right, that there is 11,000 dead Italian people? Well, I'm glad you were right about that one. You know, so I tried to get people to move away from that. But let me just say again, I told you so. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but to the larger point, you're right. Like, and you say it very politely, but like. I can't like call the governor a motherfucker and and you know and and still have the access that I, I think that I do. And so I've got to like kind of work the system. And I was I was genuine, like trying to like say people. I'm like, I'm I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm trying like I had Corcoran call me and you know, we went through the numbers and he would walk me through stuff, and then all of a sudden there was this like wave where, wait a second, even if we're right. It's still going to be bad, so why don't we do this and start and and start locking things down? And I think that that will turn out to be. I don't care about the instant uh, analysis now that some sure. of the, the you know Desantis waited too long or whatever. He, he, I don't think he did. And every day he saves he saved lives with maybe not killing. All, he balanced it. It was he knew he was going to like. It's like one of those jugglers, you know. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. fall apart, and you're just trying to carry it for four more seconds to break yeah. the world record. And well,
1: you're you're what you're really trying to. I mean, what the, the way I saw Governor DeSantis was saying, we have got to keep our as much of our economy running as possible to the very last minute. And you know what? If you closed early, you know that 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 could have you know you could you could woulda coulda this till till you're blue in the face. But, you know, I mean, until you've sat in that seat, Democrat or Republican governor, and you have to make those life or death calls, it's it is you are working. You don't have you're not God. You don't have all the information and you are making the best decision you can. And, you know, we, we need to pray for, for Moskowitz as much as we got to pray for governor DeSantis and, and everybody that that's in those decision rooms, you know, to make the best decision for their state, their County, their city. And, you know, and, and, you know, we, we put faith in people because we have to, you know, I mean, I, we, we put our faith in God because it helps our souls, but, but, you know, it's, it. You know, there is no perfect decision in any of this, you know, close early. That's not perfect. Close late. Not perfect. And, you know, it'll be armchair quarterbacks till till, you know, cows come home.
0: I'm working on a post right now. um, This pandemic will not be pandemic enough. And it will I think what we're going to end up doing is we will end up losing 70 to 80,000 lives which is a human tragedy you know greater than the amount of military we lost in Vietnam yeah. and yet we will say hey did we really need to tank the economy to save the 100,000 that we didn't lose and there will be it is going to be on both sides like i said the economy is going to be dramatically shifted it, there's no there is no way that like it for example yeah. Cruises will never operate the same way. They just won't. And that impacts yeah. Florida tourism, which impacts this, which imp- Disney World. They're never going to let in 80,000 people again on a single day. They're just not. Um, so all these things are going to change. But the politics, unfortunately, I think are going to be just as vicious as, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. as well, look, they were it, before. It, it,
1: if anyone learned anything over the last 15 years in
0: our business
1: is you can't waste a crisis. And unfortunately, the people that make the most money in this game from crises on both sides will absolutely be. They've got their game plans out. They know what their market strategy is going to be. And, you know, the, the, the humanity and the, the civility is just as gone today and even more so as it was three months ago before this hit. You know, four months ago. You know, I'm
0: gonna li- so. This is officially the longest podcast I've had. It literally, <laughs> I, I tout these as hey, quick, uh, bite size. Um, by the way, I would love to get you your take on Quibi because that's such a. I gotta get into. it.
1: I haven't done Quibi. I haven't focused on it yet. But but let me give you my 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 picks for for watching, um, for streaming. Yeah, um, give us your b- recommendation b- before we hop out.
0: You promise okay. you'll come back on in a week. Yeah. Because a-
1: anytime. I've anytime. got some
0: reader questions. I ask for people, give me your questions for Brad Swanson, and, and like I've got one, two, three, four, f- seven people want to know what your hair looks like right now and how you're. Keeping oh my
1: God! It together, it's a fu- it's a it's a full afro. It's a full. <laughs> it's got to right be afro. so big. It, it's it just it, got to
0: be out of control. It, it looks like
1: Samuel L. Jackson in the second, the sequel to Unbreakable. Um, it's that big and <laughs> throwy It's it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it.
0: Oh my God! That's the best. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Your recommendation. Okay. All
1: right. So, so adults only. Altered Carbon is absolutely gory and, a, and an awesome sci-fi ride, which is incredible. Um, I, I love
0: Altered Carbon. Carbon. I just want to jump into that. That's one of the underrated best shows of the yeah, last uh, couple it, years.
1: It's been amazing. Um, because we we couldn't stand the gore, we picked up Sherlock Holmes, which is old, but with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. And an absolute fun British ride, if that's if that's kind of you know your jam, um, and it is for me. And so, been really enjoying uh, that as just kind of you know brain um, you know brainless kind of watching. And um, so we've been watching that, and then um, gosh, there was one more. We finished up Downton Abbey. And there's one more. I'll I'll bring it up next week when I come back on. I'll have have some more picks for you next week.
0: Um, All right. Well, Brad, you know I love you. I wish – you know, honestly, it'd be cool if, like, you were in town and you're like, hey, I gotta hunker down. Where can I go? Because we would have had you at least yeah. for three days. You uh, know what? We, I, I would have been there, Joanna and I would have been there in a heartbeat. And I'll tell you this, buddy, you know,
1: um, I love Michelle too. I like you a lot, but I love Michelle. Just make sure she knows that. By the and way, uh, she
0: is so <laughs> killing it on, like, so many different levels. Like, so, like, I always am surprised at how she is able to next level it. Like, where she'll, you know, it's like, because, like, when I started dating Michelle, as you know, because you're on the ground floor of that. Like, I was dating her because she was, like, smart, savvy campaign girl. And that's what I yeah. was looking for. Yeah. Somehow she's become world-class mom, homeschooler, animal trainer, like, quartermaster for this house, charitable organizer for the community, school leader. Like, it's just so amazing watching she's, her life. Hey, just saying so you know, she-
1: She's always been that person. We knew that. That's again why we doubted her judgment with you <laughs> the whole time. So. I was like, really?
0: <laughs> and on that note, thank and you
1: for having me. On that, on that right note,
0: now. Hey, buddy. Stay
1: healthy. Thanks. Thanks. Take care.